Hi Carly, thank you for joining us today for The Sound Architect. Oh, um, how are you finding Soundtrack Cologne? Uh, it's, it's amazing, it's like super laid back, um, everybody's been wonderful and I literally just got here yesterday morning, I had to get up at like 5 in the morning to catch oh, the flight. Hurts, but, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's been really great because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's really chill and people you know people i think it feels very approach people are very approachable yeah. here whereas yeah. some places you go there's such a large scale that mm-hmm. you know they might be on a stage and then all of a sudden they're kind of disappear but here you know you can interact everyone can interact together which is yeah. really nice um have you so you, have you been to soundtrack home before or is this your first time here it's first time to the festival and also to cologne wow so, yeah so are you enjoying the city have you managed to get around much no i haven't because it's just like been you know one <laughs> one event after right. another and food and drinks and um so i'm gonna try my best yeah. today after right. michael prices i'm gonna try oh, yeah, to nip yeah. over to the to see the cathedral because i haven't even That'd seen it amazing. yet <laughs> yeah when we went we visited it last year and they had organ music playing at the time it was just stunning so oh. hopefully you get to experience that it was breathtaking oh that's the best yeah all right so maybe we could talk a bit about what you've been up to and just some kind of steps in your career that we can discuss because sure. you've got like a really varied kind of background you've done film and tv you also play piano for clint mansell as well yeah so. yeah could you maybe talk us through some of that? And sure, yeah. Give us a background. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, you know, I studied music. I played piano growing up, and I mm-hmm. really loved, I just loved, you know, p- hearing stuff on the radio and, and then playing it by ear. And then mm-hmm. parents got me into piano lessons. And then I started writing some little melodies at nine and some mm-hmm. songs. Oh, wow. And I just, it was, the piano was just such a tool for me to express feelings and emotions and things that I maybe I couldn't really express with words or maybe yeah. too afraid to or whatever mm-hmm. it is behind it all um and it's just a magical a magical thing to sit at the piano and like improvise and write so I continued on studying piano went to university did some multimedia and music so mm-hmm. I got to learn the technology side of things which Great. I loved yeah. mm-hmm. And then I was in an indie band in Canada, so I did some pop and rock for six years while substitute teaching, so mm-hmm. I could pay the bills and buy right. gear and record. And then, yeah, 2006, uh, I think, yeah, I, I sent a message to Clint Mansell because he, you know, he's one of my favorite composers, yeah. and I just sent him a message <laughs> telling him, yeah, you know, oh, like yeah. he, his music it's just stunning. It's amazing, mm-hmm. and it just, I think, so many people really. Are drawn drawn to it it's like a beautiful delicate but then dark and then yeah it just stirs so many emotions yeah. and all that um so yeah I, I reached out to him on myspace which uh, you know Ooh, it's yeah. a it's an old retro. old exactly, <laughs> now it's retro it's yeah. so scary 2006 <laughs> so that i just reached out let him know what i thought of his music and did not expect to hear anything back and he actually replied to me, and so I was just blown away. Yeah. And we just started um, talking about what we were working on at the time, exchanged some music we were working on, and then I was going to L.A. to a film and TV and music conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first time I was in L.A. in 2007, and I just said, hey, let's grab a coffee. Mm-hmm. So we did, and just kept in touch. And then like six, seven months later, I think he needed a... A pianist to play at the Ghent Film Festival to play yeah. his his music. So the the band that he had put together at that time, including the Sonus Quartet and like Mike Fontaine guitar and drum and bass, we we went to Ghent and played. And 
we've ever since been touring to different venues yeah. all over the world and different uh, film festivals. And then he also got us to play on the soundtrack to Moon. So yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. was another, like, you know, door opening chance because mm-hmm. there's a chance to play piano on an amazing film and soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that was a big, for me, that was a very special moment in my career because it, he, he's, he's, yeah, he's been amazing and supportive and, and that just, it's all helped, helped yeah. to open some other doors to, for yeah. new experiences and opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And then I, and then I moved, ended up moving to the UK in 2009, started doing short films, did some documentary stuff and, you know, and then I recorded some album pieces mm-hmm. and then just, the, you know, this is obviously taking years, yeah. <laughs> not, not days or months, but, uh, yeah, just keep focusing on my my music and sound and developing and collaborating with people and then you know little words of mouth here and there and people you've worked with they might work on another thing or pass your name on and that might get you a little nibble of another project and yeah. and you just you know you keep at it and then you start kind of uh, being drawn to people that you, you kind of fit together work yeah, well together and collaborate to, and yeah. f- you know find your circle and that kept going and then I just and then my first TV series I was so lucky. It ended up being just this amazing cop corruption thriller drama that ended up now as being, it's like one of the top, you know, all time UK um, cop dramas. And it's on BBC oh, One okay. now. It's called Line of Duty. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. that, was, that was all through a producer director I worked with on a short film mm-hmm. passed my name in for that that uh, interview and then mm-hmm. Clint also passed my name in and that got me through the doors for an interview and then yeah. after the interview I did some demoing yeah. on some little clips they sent and uh, meanwhile they're interviewing a lot of other composers and trying to find the right fit mm-hmm. I was it was just that timing and my sound and what they were looking for mm-hmm. they wanted a fresh new approach to cop drama procedural cop drama thriller and what what I sent them which I was you know trying to be as honest as I could with my music and sound that's what they wanted and mm-hmm. that's just how it sort of happens like that and and I got it and it <laughs> blew up and it became yeah. now it's like this really I mean it's an amazingly written drama everybody that who collaborates are just superstars yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's a joy it's been a joy and now it's fourth season with fifth and sixth commissioned and who knows yeah yeah who knows if it'll stop <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm sure it'll stop at some point but yeah you know because you can wish all the time right? yeah um, so you've done both film and television mm-hmm. what are the differences when you're composing for those two they're quite different kind of yeah. genres so what yeah. differences are there when you're composing for them um well i think with tv series you know they're typically an hour per episode and you can kind of look at them sort of as many movies I guess but with TV series I find you've got you've got the time to develop themes and have them evolve and mutate over time and you know you've got entry of all these characters and storylines and stuff Mm -hmm. so I think you kind of can well obviously it's much it's you know six maybe six hours or so in a in a six episode series but there's more time I think to to sort of explore those things but in in a film yeah you've got your 90 minutes and you've got a sort of you know you you might have some themes that reoccur or whatever but it's it, it's kind of its own thing it's its own body but you know you you might have three months to work on a film you might have two months maybe a month i'm not sure i'm not sure depending on the project um where and that's just for that body of footage but 
with TV mm-hmm. is sometimes the deadlines, you know, they, they really creep up in the post-production schedule. So yeah. it's just like, once you start, it's just like, dur, 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 like deadline, deadline, deadline. So you do have a little bit less time in that once, you know, you've got that first episode, the other ones are coming quick. So you need yeah. to be on it. You need to be like efficient. You need to be, be able to adapt to things quickly and, and work quite quickly. So... Yeah. Do you find when you're doing a TV show you have to think a lot further ahead to try and predict what you're going to need to do with the music or do you know what's going to happen in advance to try and kind of write the music for that? Oh, um, we usually can read all the scripts for the episode mm-hmm. um, and then, then, but I haven't seen really, I haven't seen the footage from let, let's say, you know, episode four, five or six because we just do them in these chunks where... Um, you'll they'll lock episode one and then you'll kind of focus on on that and then meanwhile they'll be editing episode two mm-hmm. and three mm-hmm. and then they might be able to show you some rough edits of the two so you know in the story sort of from the script yeah and so you can think about that um but visually you won't really be able to see the visuals until they've got them filmed and then they start cutting them and mm-hmm. then you get the locked version yeah. they can sync your your music too mm-hmm. but yeah you have to think ahead um it would be nice if you could just get the last episode first because <laughs> yeah. then you can be like thinking about it um yeah but yeah but yeah you definitely have to think ahead cool um you've also done some trailer music as well mm-hmm. um i think i read that you did iron man 3 and some of your music's been used in other trailers and how yeah. does that come about oh so that was uh you know through going to conferences and building relationships word of mouth i met somebody from a trailer company in la mm-hmm. and i'm really drawn to trailers i just think they're really exciting yeah. so I started writing some music for their trailer company and oh, learning yeah. about trailer music because it's, you know, it's different from a, a TV show or a film. Mm-hmm. It's quite compact and then three in three parts, three sections. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that. And then because I was also doing my own album music, mm-hmm. uh, in, in time, they asked me if they wanted to pitch my music for trailers. Mm-hmm. And I really love that because they... You might get a random placement, you yeah. know, like once a year or something. But when you get that email, it's like, yeah, one of your songs is is in, uh, uh, you know, like a Disney trailer. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, like yeah. you're so excited because it's, it's some it's some income that's yeah. gonna come in because uh, obviously with our work it's, it's unpredictable it and is, yeah. you're self-employed and you don't know when the next job is gonna come. Yeah. So it's nice to have that stream there, and it's and it's exciting to see your your music put to those images yeah Yeah, so I've I've been really lucky and got I've Mm -hmm. got um a bunch but this is again this is over years you Mm -hmm. know it's not like I'm getting one every week or you know or else I'd be a millionaire (laughs) (laughs) sitting in LA in my pool right now (laughs) so um yeah Gareth Coker actually mentioned that maybe that's a good way for composers to generate extra income is to put stuff that maybe hasn't been used in film or tv and Mm -hmm. just get it out there is that Mm -hmm. something you'd yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if the one thing is that you have to own the music because yeah. you can't give the music that you've signed away the rights to a production company. Mm-hmm. So any music that I own, uh, I will throw over to them, and you know it, and they've got it in their library, mm-hmm. and then you kind of sit and wait and see if if anything yeah. clicks with another project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been really exciting because I yeah I've had in like the True Detective trailer, I've had 
Martin Scorsese's Hugo, Angelo, oh, yeah. Angelina Jolie's uh, Land of Blood and Honey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then, yeah, just some video game trailers and stuff. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's quite, ex- it's an exciting, it's exciting world, but you have to be patient as well with it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned video games there. Is video game music perhaps something you might branch into, do you think? You know, uh, like, I have never done video games, yeah. and I grew up playing a lot of video games, <laughs> and this is going to so date me, but... <laughs> I, you guys are too young to know this, <laughs> I grew up on, like, the Commodore 84 computer, mm-hmm. which was, like, a home computer. I don't know yeah. if you guys know that. It was, like, comma 8, comma 1, and, like, you had to boot <laughs> the disc, and it was, like, a floppy disc. Yeah. And my dad would, like, illegally get, like, all these games put on the disc, and oh, we yeah. would just be, like, oh, my gosh, like, all these yeah. weird video games. And then, you know, moving up through Nintendo and Sega Genesis and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, late, you know, in the last 10, 15 years, I haven't really been, been playing, but Mario Kart is like my number one. I love that so much. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm getting off topic. (laughs) No, no, honestly, it's great. We love talking about this stuff. Okay, okay, good. (laughs) Um, there was actually a a video game, I think it was PlayStation, and this is quite a while ago, and I think it was called, I think it was like Riven, the sequel to Myst, or, or something like that, Mm -hmm. and I remember just randomly buying it, a used, uh, shop and playing it and I was blown away by the music and how it I was felt like I was in this other world and that that I've always thought about that and and that's a very inspiring game for me and I I would totally be open you know if it's the right project that fits my sound I would totally love to dive into that world Mm -hmm. Uh, right now it's been a lot of film and television Mm -hmm. I think it's just yeah it's about it's about timing and if a project makes sense, but I've yeah. never, I've never scored a video game. I've just done like, in undergrad, just like very tiny video game, not even video games, just interactive websites, and yeah. I did the music for those. But that's something I would definitely want to ex- explore yeah, someday. Awesome. Yeah. Mm. And just lastly, to finish up, could you tell us maybe anything you've got coming up? Have you got anything you can? Give us some secrets, reveal anything. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got. Well, I've got a bunch of tracks. I've been. Uh, working on that I need to finish and record and get out of my own um, music stuff but I've got a TV series for Sky that I'm working on the second series now right. uh, it, the whole series series one will come out this fall on, on Sky and it's called Sick Note and it's yeah, a comedy drama okay yeah Rupert Grant and Nick Frost <laughs> awesome. um, yeah so it's it's a really quirky funny comedy drama yeah and I'm so excited for it to go out because we finished it like last year and so as soon as I land I'll be working on the second series Mm -hmm. but that one's amazing and speaking of video games I got I got to sort of do a throwback 80s vibe to it like electronic and quite fast-paced and quirky and I really enjoy working on that because it's different and I, I almost at my desk that I have in my studio. It's one of the ones that can like rise up and you can stand at it. Yeah. So some I just find myself like standing there, almost like <laughs> dancing while I'm like you know hitting in notes and tracks. Sounds great. It sounds like a lot of fun actually. Yeah, it is. It's 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 so different from doing you know serious you know thrillers and yeah. dramas, and you can really really have fun have fun yeah. with it. Great. Mm-hmm. And anything else before we finish up? Anything else you want to tell us about or promote? Oh, um, oh yes! Actually, two days ago, uh, do you guys know the the sampler, the instrument sampling company called Spitfire? They do yeah. okay. They they do yeah. like amazing sounds. And that they were in my studio on uh, yeah. Thursday, and they did the studio cribs with me in my Ooh, studio. So awesome. I think that'll come. That oh, perfect. <laughs> okay, it'll come out I think in September or something. That's great. So that'll be fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, we look forward to watching that. That'll be brilliant. Oh, amazing. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and just giving us an insight into your composition style and process. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. And it's so nice to meet you guys. You too. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>